Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. All right, welcome back and welcome to date number 13. I hope that you're having a lot of fun with this. This was a lot of fun to put together. So I hope that you're enjoying it. I hope that you're getting a lot of benefits out of it. So today's date is about inviting someone to be part of your business. Think of it like asking someone out on a date because the process is very similar. So let's look at the typical steps someone takes when they ask someone out. First, they have to connect with each other. Then they chat with each other. And then someone invites the other person to go on a date. Sometimes this process happens very quickly, and sometimes it takes a long time to go from the first step to the third. But in any case, the invitation is the important part. The invitation has to be to the right event, it has to be presented at the right time, and it has to be presented in the right way. If one of those things is off, the answer could be no. And if the suitor takes that no personally, it could crush him. I remember walking into English class at the end of my senior year in high school and there was a piece of paper on my desk that was folded up like a note. Now, I went to high school in the 80s, so passing notes to each other was our form of text messaging. So, of course, I didn't think anything of it when I saw the note laying on the desk. But I should have realized that something was up because everyone in the class was staring at me and they stared at me the entire time I read the note. The note wasn't from one of my friends. It was from the boy who sat at the desk next to me. And the note was short and to the point, And in the note, he asked me to prom. And the thing was, he's not even the one who wrote the note. It was written by the boy who sat behind him. And the only thing that would have made this worse was that if he had boxes on the note that said check yes or check no. Now, I did not go to the prom with him, mainly because of the awkward and public way he invited me. I didn't have a relationship with this boy. We chatted a little bit here and there in class, but I never did anything social with him. I might have gone to prom with him if I got to know him on a more personal level before he asked me and if he invited me in an appropriate way. If you were coaching your high schooler how to invite someone to prom, you probably wouldn't suggest to get a friend to write a note for that person and leave it on the girl's desk. You also wouldn't have him post on social media something like, hey, I'm looking for a prom date, post an emoji if you're interested. Nor would you have him post a graphic of four restaurants and say something like, If you could have a free meal before prom, which restaurant would you want to go to? And then tell him to private message everyone who comments something like, Pizza Hut is a great choice. If you agree to go to prom with me, I'll even throw in extra breadsticks and a corsage. But if you think about it, that's exactly the same technique that a lot of direct sellers use to invite people to buy, book, or join. Direct sellers will connect with people on social media and then they chat with them by engaging on their posts, but then they blow it when it comes to making an offer by making the offer too early in the relationship, making an offer out of the blue, making a public offer, or bribing someone and disguising it as an offer. 
When you do any of those things, it perpetuates a stereotype of pushy, salesy, direct sellers that no one wants to be. And you risk the person saying no or ignoring you. And when either of those things happen, most direct sellers take it as a no, not ever. And it might mean that, but it could also mean a bunch of other things. And then you can have the opposite kind of direct seller. They connect and engage, and then they sit and wait for everyone to come to them. And someone might have told them that's what happens when you use attraction marketing, but they didn't get the whole story. Attraction marketing is just part of the process. Attraction marketing works to attract people to you, but you have to take the initiative, guide the relationship, and make an offer. Think of attraction marketing as the advertising for prom. It lets people know about prom, but if you act like a wallflower, you're not going to get a date. And I get that it's hard to do this, it feels risky, and no one wants to be rejected. And there are two ways to minimize the risk. The first one is not to put yourself out there and just wait for someone to come to you. And that will minimize the risk of being rejected, but it will greatly increase the risk of not reaching your goals. The second way is to learn how to set yourself up for success by knowing how to work with the process and by knowing how to make the right offer to the right person at the right time. And I can't teach all of that in one podcast episode, but I do teach you how to do that in all my programs, including Energize, which I talked about yesterday. So on this episode, we're going to talk about making one offer to get you started. An offer is anything that has a call to action. And the easiest offer to make is to invite someone to your VIP group because there's no cost to the person you're inviting and there's no immediate payoff for you. And you might be thinking, if there's no payoff, then why would I even worry about doing this? Well, I said there's no immediate payoff. Your VIP group is part of your long game. And the people who are in your VIP group are qualified customers. They're interested in you and your products enough to join your group. And when they're in your group, they'll be exposed to you and your products, and you have to be exposed to you and your products for someone to buy them. And someone joining or not joining your group won't make or break your business. And I want you to learn the process without worrying about the outcome. So it's not going to be any big deal if Susie doesn't join your group, which is going to make it easier for you to go ahead and go through this process. And once you learn this process, you'll be able to transfer the same kind of process and use it for other offers that will have a more immediate payoff, such as making an offer to buy something or book a party or come to an opportunity event. The goal of this date is to help you get used to putting yourself out there and learning how to do it without relying on someone else to tell you what to say. And if you want to be successful, if you want to go to the dance, If you want to have people say yes to your offers, you have to learn how to put yourself out there, take control, and make offers. Now, I assume you have a VIP group. If you don't, well, then go ahead and start one. A well-run VIP group is nothing but benefits for your business. And I'll do a few podcast episodes about VIP groups sometime in the future. And if you don't want to wait, I have a whole VIP workshop that's a fan favorite inside Elevate. And I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. If you don't have a VIP group and you don't want to start one, then stick with this episode anyway and apply the concepts to another event that you're doing or another content source that you already have. So assuming you have a VIP group, look at your group and come up with reasons why people want to be in it. Think about the value your group provides to them and then make a list of those values. 
But I want you to leave two things off this list. I want you to leave off fun and community. Your group might be a lot of fun and it might be a great community, but you're going to be inviting people to it on an individual basis. And most people don't think Facebook groups are fun or a community until they get to know the people in it. There are lots of other reasons for people to join your group. So focus on those reasons for this date. Think about being the new girl in school. You just transferred to a new school and you don't know anyone. And if all the advertisements for the big dance are about all the fun you'll have hanging out with your friends, you're probably not going to want to go. So going back to your group, think about the things that you teach in your group. Do you talk about specials? Do you give sneak peeks of new products? Do you share great ideas? Focus on those kind of things. And you don't need a long list. So when you think about your topics, try to be specific. For example, if you sell something kitchen related and you're going to teach how to prep five meals in less than an hour on your next live, then write that instead of just cooking. If you sell jewelry and you're going to teach how to use the same five pieces of jewelry to accessorize 10 different outfits, talk about that instead of just new spring pieces. Now your topics can be seasonal. So teacher appreciation and Easter are coming up. And then we have Mother's Day and graduations. And if you have products or you're teaching something that helps people celebrate any of those things, those could be reasons people will want to join your group. For example, if you have products that can be used as decoration for spring or Easter or go in an Easter basket or be prizes for an Easter egg hunt or a scavenger hunt or make Easter dinner extra special or wearable for Easter celebrations or could be used to pamper yourself before or after a big event, then write down any of those reasons and try to be, again, as specific as possible. And then you can either make a spreadsheet or get out a piece of paper And if you're going to do it by paper, then just take one piece of paper, fold it in half, and then you have two sections on the paper. And write a reason on the top of each section and on the front and the back so that you have four different sections. Or if you're using a spreadsheet, write a reason on the top of each column. Then you'll write lists of people who want to join your group for those specific reasons. You'll match the person to the reason, and each person should only be on one list. For example, if Mary loves to shop a sale and you have a sale coming up, put her on the sale list. If Jenny bought a mid or high ticket item and you're going to demo it or talk about that item or a solution that that item is a part of, then put Jenny on that list. Start creating your list by looking at the people in your back office. You should have a list of your customers in there. And of course, not all of them will be in your VIP group. If you're talking about a mid or high ticket item, put everyone who bought that item on that list. Hopefully you'll be able to sort through your back office or run a report based on what they bought. If you can't do that, you can probably sort it by how much their total order was. And because you're doing mid or high ticket items, you'll at least know the minimum amount their order has to be for them to have purchased the item that you're going to be talking about. So go through your four categories and add people to each list. If you don't know the reason someone will want to join your group, then skip that person. You don't have to skip them forever, but the purpose of this date is to learn this process, and I want you to focus on the process. There are other ways to invite people to groups or events, and one of those other processes might be more effective for them. Then take one of your lists and create an invitation for that list. So let's use the mid or high ticket item as an example. 
If someone spends $50 or more on an item or a solution, you want them to use it as soon as they get it. And you want them to use it often so that they fall in love with it and they get the results that they're looking for from using it. This item is a new habit, even if it's a piece of clothing or jewelry. If it's a new piece in their rotation, you want them to get the most out of it because if they're not using it, they're not going to talk about it. And if they're not using it, they're not going to buy any more of it. Planning your content for your VIP group might be a new concept for you. So think of your VIP group like a classroom or a talk show or a magazine. And if you were using any of those platforms for your business, you would have a plan for what you're going to present and talk about. You don't have to have a detailed lesson plan or a detailed script, but you should have a general idea of topics. And having a general idea of topics helps you use this invitation system. In general terms, think about what you want to talk about in your VIP group over the next two weeks. So let's say that you're a Pampered Chef consultant and that you know you want to talk about some recipes and tips using the blender. Most people, including me, aren't using their blenders often enough. And if they don't know how to use all the features and see the value of the features that are unique to the Pampered Chef blender, it's going to be hard for them to justify the price. You can make margaritas and milkshakes in a $50 blender that you can get from Target. And if that's all they're making in their Pampered Chef blender, they're never talking about their blender. And when you try to sell them the air fryer, they're either going to stick with their toaster oven or pick up a $99 air fryer from Costco because they're not going to see the value of what you sell. So in this example, you'll go through your back office, find everyone who purchased the blender and send them a message inviting them to your group. And the message is going to be short and simple and about them. So an example might be, hey, Susie, next week in my XYZ customer at Facebook group, I'm sharing recipes and tips about the blender. Click this link to join it if you want to get some great ideas for how to get the most out of yours. And that's it. It's simple, it's personal, it's short, and it's service-based. And all Susie has to do is click the link. You want to get Susie and all of your customers into your VIP group so that you can serve them and engage with them more often. If your list has people who are already in your group, you can still send them a similar message. Go ahead and tweak it to acknowledge that they're in the group and say something like this. Next week in my XYZ group, I'm sharing recipes and tips about the blender. I think you'll love these great ideas to get the most out of yours. Here's a link to the group in case you haven't gotten notifications from it recently. An invitation to your group is technically an offer because there's a call to action to join it but it's a free offer. It's a service-based offer, and it can be a conversation starter. Susie might respond and ask a question about the blender, or she might say, oh my gosh, I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. And then you can respond and say something like, then you should definitely join the group. This is a great nooks and crannies activity. You can use one nook and cranny to make your list and write your message, and then another one to send the messages to that list. And here's why I like this date. You've heard the cliche that the fortune is in the follow-up, and it's true, but most people never do the follow-up. And if you can't do follow-up, you're not going to feel comfortable making an offer. This date allows you to ease into making follow-up a habit because the fear of rejection is minimal. If someone joins your group, great, and if they don't, well then so what? And there's also bonus benefits that you're going to get because you're going to grow your group, You're going to start to plan the content for your group if you're not currently doing that, 
And you'll be able to apply this process to invite people to opportunity events and to host parties. So as always, have fun with this date. And if you want feedback on your message before you send it, post it in the Facebook group and tag me. And I'll see you tomorrow on our final date. Summer is a great time to dive into using the social selling model to build your direct sales business because it's flexible and you can set up everything before you go on vacation so that it works for you when you don't want to work. Most direct sellers aren't using the social selling model to its full capacity. And up until now, most programs that train this model are either mid or high ticket programs or just focus on social media. And most direct sellers aren't ready to invest thousands or even hundreds of dollars into a program until they have some success under their belt. So they end up investing in social media training that gives them good information about the platform, but doesn't help them build their direct sales business because the program wasn't designed for direct sellers. And this is why I've created a program that gives direct sellers the systems, tools, training, coaching, and support that they need so that they can learn how to work with a social selling model and have it work for them, even when they want to take time off from their business. The program is called Energize, and it's the opposite of everything I don't like about social selling programs. It's month to month, and it's super low ticket. Right now, it's only $7 a month. And I priced it that way because I want it to be accessible for all direct sellers. Signing up for this is a no-brainer. And even if you have the busiest summer of your life plan, I encourage you to sign up and jump in when you can because it is just $7. You'll have access to everything as long as you're a member, so it'll be here when you're ready for it. I created this program with the everyday direct seller in mind, the one who works your business in the nooks and crannies alongside everything else that she does. But it's really for all direct sellers because all direct sellers, even if you're using the party model or building a team, need to use all aspects of the social selling model to support everything else that they're doing for their business. The lessons are short and you can binge them or watch them in nooks and crannies. Plus, you'll have access to me so that you can get as much support as you want applying the content. And this summer, I'm hosting Summer School. And in it, you'll get extra support applying the energized content to your business so that by the end of the summer, you'll know how to use the entire social selling model. If you want training and systems to make the most of the social selling model so that it will bring you results even when you want to take time off, And if you want support and coaching to develop consistent habits and be able to apply the system so that you can build a successful direct sales business in the nooks and crannies of your life, then enroll in the Energize Summer School. If you start now, imagine the momentum that you'll build going into the fall. It's just $7 a month and you can cancel anytime. So go to kellynorthcott.com slash energize to learn more and sign up or send me a DM if you have any questions. Oh, 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 oh,